Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to another episode of the Prog Talks. I'm your host, Dario. And before we jump in, um, as always, our little reminder for our cup of tea, cup of coffee um, to support us. Uh, we appreciate very much uh, every support, also shares and likes and comments and subscribes. And you know the drill. But now you can see uh, we have a full house today. Uh, joining in from all uh, from different corners of Germany, I believe, is the band Soul Splitter. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, Thanks hello. for inviting us. Um, yeah, I can introduce you a bit, maybe the band before, because maybe uh, you guys out there remember um, back in 2019, uh, these guys uh, released. This masterpiece here, I gave it a 10 out of 10 in my review, and I still stand by it. It's a brilliant album, and uh, some time has gone by in the meantime, and uh, now there's a couple of new faces in the band. We had the band on the broadcast, uh, interviewing them on the uh, Euroblast Festival in 2019. Maybe some exactly. of you have heard that. Um Maybe you guys can, we can make a quick round and you guys can introduce yourself and your role in the band, um, starting with Simon. Simon. Yeah, I'm Simon, I'm the guitarist of the band and I'm, and I'm from Hamburg. Yeah. And uh, you were also already part um, from the very beginning. From the beginning, yeah. Then continuing with the bass player. Yeah, I'm Felix. I'm the bass player. I'm also part of the old lineup and uh, I'm from Mannheim. Yeah, continuing with the, with the old lineup, with the, with the founding members, uh, Mr. Drummer Boy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my name is Phoenix. I live in Potsdam in Germany, close to Berlin. And uh, yeah, I'm the drummer of the band, also founding founding member. Continuing with Sami. Yeah, hi, I'm Sami and I'm uh, singing for Soul Splitter. And I joined, well, well, I started playing with the band uh, when we started touring with the old album. And now I'm fully, yeah, incorporated, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about all, all that in a second, of course. We have one member left. Yeah, I'm, I'm Levin, I'm the keyboardist. I'm living in Essen right now, in the middle of Ruhrpott. And uh, yeah, I joined for this new album and uh, started with one song, but then the full album. And then now I am also a full member of Soul Splitter. Wonderful. And uh, yeah, we've been talking about the old album, which was, of course, Salute to Genesis. And um, that one had um, multiple different vocalists on different songs and then for the live shows um um sami joined and now on the new album there's a this is a full vocal performance on the full album with uh with sami um what um 
what was the the motive behind the change here and um was it like did it just happen naturally and and then it fit or did you say next album we want to have one main vocalist when you started uh for the new writing for the new album um um i think we were pretty sure that we would like to have a more um homogenic sound on 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 this next record when we were done with Salute Genesis like it was it was a really great experience to work with all these different people and different voices but it was also very a uh, time consuming process of course finding the right people like recording or having all these multiple sessions like making them all fit together and um so when Sami joined us as a live singer and was able to um yeah step in these uh, in these different roles so gracefully it was pretty clear that we would like to to do do it with him and like um having him as a part of the creative process from the start like him being able to um yeah shape the way the things are to to fit him more perfectly was of course um very organic process right i think also from my side i just uh was really motivated to uh, bring my like my ideas and creativity into the process as well like um just working with the guys is lovely i don't know <laughs> Yeah, Phoenix, you just mentioned that uh, the, the first album with with so many different contributors, not only in the vocal department, I believe, uh, but of course you had also um, string instruments and and like whole whole orchestras and all that. Uh, so I think um, I remember that the, it it took quite some while to assemble all the different pieces for Saludo Genesis. Um, how fast was the writing and recording process um for connection now the upcoming album compared to salute genesis uh, i mean the writing process um already started when we were releasing and uh, recording and releasing salute genesis um the the original idea so uh, was um i was writing a solo guitar album actually <laughs> um, and in the middle of the process I decided to switch uh, this into a band album with Source Guitar um, and I think I already had these songs in a rough version in the end of 2019 and then when the whole Corona thing started in 2020 um, yeah we sat together and said okay we we're gonna produce a new album now, and I brought in my material, and then we continue to work with that. And, and uh, yeah, Phoenix. and so yeah, the um, the process was of course more um, homogenic because also because of the pandemic restrictions, we were not yeah able to just like travel all over all the time, like meet all these different kinds of people and we also wanted to yeah work in a way that we can do it more or less self uh self-dependent right like that we could um do uh, a lot of the work and uh not being so reliant on other people and so we really focus on what we have like the 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 possibilities that we had available to us at, at the time 
of course we met whenever possible but mostly working from home uh sending files around like elaborating on the on the songs and the themes and then the whole recording process actually was decently um decently compact i would say like we we spent the the whole year 2020 to to finish the songs to 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 write the to, to like actually um conceptualize and write the songs and then we started recording in in april 2021 and finished in summer so that was a it was a pretty coherent process much quicker than salute genesis for sure so uh, yeah staying staying with the music and 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 also the recording um uh i think uh when I uh, think back uh, to Saluto Genesis, your previous uh, pianist and keyboarder Daniel Groipner also played a, like a vital part in 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 the musical sound and everything. And uh, but you you parted ways ways with him on on, on friendly terms uh, because he was yeah. uh, uh, ready to pursue other musical endeavors, right? And uh, so at at which point uh, did Did Levin join you, and how 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 much was he a part already uh, for the for the creative process here? Mm. Yeah, I think uh, Simon he he asked him to uh, to record a song which was uh, missing a piano piano line, but was uh, other than this almost finished. And uh, then he did such a great job that we asked him if if he if he wanted to do. A, The whole album with that word. When when was this? Uh, beginning twenty twenty one, I think. Like we were yeah. almost finished with the compositions, and uh, then Levin came in, and of course also um, stepped up the piano game uh, quite a bit from what we wrote. But uh, the songs were more or less finished. Yeah. Yes, they did a great job in developing piano parts already. So I, I could. Uh, I listened to that and I thought maybe I could do here something, but uh, the the song structure and also uh, the the piano parts themselves have been uh, quite quite uh, developed already. So, except in this one song, it was a bit less, but um, yeah, they they did a great job. <laughs> Many of us can play the piano, but. Um... Not on the level as Levy, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so we know what's possible, and um, yeah, I, I already arranged lots of piano parts in 2020, and then gave it to Levy, and then yeah, just what we it. It's the bedroom producer style, right? Like we can yeah. we can program it in MIDI. That's fine, but playing <laughs> it is a different deal. So. <laughs> Um, I think with your mu music is quite apparent already on a salute to Genesis, but also um, on the new one connection that um, you guys uh, you you have um, yeah you 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 really go into detail with the arrangements and not only with the band um, uh, instruments but also with with the string string arrangements and, and all that. Um, so already on Saluto Genesis, you were working with string ensembles and orchestras together. Um, how how did you manage to pull this off uh, with uh, like such an like producing a self producing a, um, a 
niche progressive metal debut album and then you you managed to 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 get um to get uh, amazing to to do amazing arrangements like from your creative and skills skill set and then you manage also to get to get uh, to get those ensembles to play with you that's i think that's quite a quite an achievement uh, uh like both in very different areas of course <laughs> I guess that's coming from a, from a slightly privileged perspective, since um, uh, yeah, Sami and I grew up in a in a classical uh, music background, right? Like our, our our parents are both classical musicians, and our father is a conductor actually. So um, we we grew up uh, making a lot of connections in in classical fields, right? And um, so when it came to the recording process, we were kind of lucky in, in multiple ways. Like uh, actually at our school where we studied back then and at the Pop Academy in Mannheim, there was a, a bi-yearly thing that the German Pops Orchestra would come for, for a day to just, yeah, sight read and record um, compositions that, that were currently in the process of, of uh, producing students. And so our producer who, um, uh, who was producing the album at the time, um, he asked us if that wouldn't be a great way to uh, yeah, have a proper string recording. And so we um, we went in there and they were actually very fond of it and uh, tried to make the best out of it. And so that was the the start of the journey. And then we decided like, if we if we have it on one song, like we have to have it on all songs. Like it would, it would be a shame to just, um, yeah, now use sample strings. Like why, why would we do that? And so, yeah, we... We asked some some friends and acquaintances, and uh, it, it it worked out to to assemble a, a small ensemble and uh, record that. And it was similar now for connection. Um, yeah, really, really just like that. You you ask the people who are capable of doing it. You um, you prepare the recording session, and uh, then uh, we went there, and uh, it was it was as simple as that. Is it uh, yeah, maybe a little bit technical um composing question. Is it is it the big difference when you uh sit down and uh, work on an arrangement for let's say yeah, bass, guitar, drums and maybe a little bit of keyboard or like a fully fledged um string ensemble or orchestra um arrangement? I mean, it's mostly different in the way that the instruments work, right? Like if you know what the instruments are capable of and how their ranges are, how their playing techniques are, what 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 is possible um, and how they fit together, then um, it is a similar process in the way, way of just like writing stuff that, that sounds good on the particular instrument, right? But of course you have to know about string instruments. So it's maybe not something that most band musicians go very deep into because it's not something that they that they need or use in their um in their daily work i don't know how how that feels for for the others but i don't know i um i i always found it very interesting to to mix different colors and so it came pretty natural for me at least to um yeah see what other instruments can bring to the table and work with those colors to just enrich my palette of of composition yeah speaking speaking yeah uh uh, uh simon well, um 
the vision um, at the beginning of the writing was um, also was a mixture of bands and strings. And I mean, you can hear that in the whole album. Like it's always there. Are, there are strings everywhere. <laughs> um, starting but, at uh, starting at the uh, intro already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's more like band and strings and. Um, not that many special other instruments like in like in the future music, but uh, more compact like band and strings, I guess. It's quite like a like we try to to kind of get it as a unit that it's not uh, a, a band with orchestra, but rather like one, yeah, like like one cohesive piece of of music. I mean, there are many, many pieces that um, um, got arranged as a string arrangement afterwards, or, or, or where a string arrangement gets added after the pieces are already done. And we try to yeah, begin with uh, composing it as one part. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted to ask is. I've been fortunate enough to to listen to Connection already a couple of times um, by now, and um, yeah, compared to Salute to Genesis, it it definitely sounds more like more cohesive as one piece. More, uh, um, yeah, it's more compact. And um, so, Phoenix, you just uh, said that more more col colors in the in the palette, so to speak. Um, Yet it 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 sounds like like one. Uh, is that something you set out to do? Um, like to 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 have this um, this compact uh, thing that that is uh, that is colorful, but every color blends together and and uh, like. Uh, <laughs> maybe what i'm trying to say is on saluted genesis there were there were were like more like different you know highlights and 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 some some the, the parts sounded different more different to each other <laughs> yeah i mean for sure like one part really being that simon wrote the songs from a different perspective when he started writing them right so there was um that was one key difference. And the other difference was that we wanted to have a more uh, compact process, like kind of like a, uh, yeah, just a change of perspective, right? Like elaborating on our sound that we established on Salute to Genesis, like trying what we learned from it, uh, using the experiences that we got, um, but um, coming from a different angle, like tackling our, our sound and our, um, our process from a different angle. So we, we wanted to to have it more uh, stringent, to to have it more um, cohesive, right? And so that was our task that we set out to do. And I think I think it turned out quite quite great to like um, focus on what what we think is special about our sound compared to many other prog bands. Um, and yeah, still working within the means what was possible in the pandemic and what was um, um, yeah, making making a strong um, strong flow between the between the songs. Yeah. 
Yeah, tying in with the flow of the songs, um, knowing Soul Splitter from the very beginning and also like spending quite some time with Saludo Genesis and also, of course, uh, doing the interview with you guys. Um, I know that you, you also uh, pay a lot of attention to detail, not only what the musical arrangements uh, are concerned, uh, uh, but also uh, the, the, the lyrical topics and content and concept itself. Um, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about Connection. What's it about? Uh, sure. Um, sh shall I shall shall I go on? Yeah. Um, so, um, connection is really um, trying to picture uh, a, a process of of uh, self realization. It's it's kind of a, a process of um, uh, each song. Um, is is a chapter in a in a in in a in a process of of shaping consciousness really like the first song is called disconnected right and so it's really about a, a person realizing that the way they perceive themselves and their beliefs and um expectations are not necessarily in alignment with reality and what 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 actually is uh, is out there and so they they are courageous enough to wanting to tackle that and step into the unknown, questioning old beliefs and patterns, and that necessarily leads to a, um, a confrontation with one's own shadow, right? With with your with your fears, with your demons, with with your past, your trauma, like all the things that you had to 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 deal with. And so naturally, you get confronted with strong emotions like anger and grief and sadness and uh, maybe even depression and isolation. Something that we could feel very strongly over the pandemic, being isolated ourselves, being um, confronted with insecurity, with, with uh, uncertainty about what, like how, how our future as, as musicians and even like really just as human beings will, will shape up in the future. And um, so going through this process, but then um, coming to a state where you can accept this as a growth opportunity to, um, integrate those parts about yourself, uh, accept them as part of your reality, of your story, of, of, of your, um, yeah, your identity and um, being grateful for it, right? Um, so you can step back out in the outside world, which is not, probably not much brighter than before, not much uh, kinder or friendlier, but you are more capable of dealing with it because you have, a sense of belonging in yourself and a sense of security in yourself because um, you know better who you are than before. And so that's that's really what this album is trying to convey. And I guess um, there are many layers of uh, what the album um, should um, mean and uh, develop um, to you. Like, um, It's more a process, it's more an emotional process than a, than a story, like it was in Solution Genesis. Um, and it's um, more about trusting your own perception, like when you're disconnected, you're not really connected to yourself, meaning that you cannot trust your own perception and you 
in that process realizing that you go through many different emotions going up and down and rage and depression and everything but then uh, develops into yeah this sense of uh, gratitude and growth so yeah develop um like dealing with yourself you're gonna grow in the end what i think <laughs> is also quite interesting about it is like uh when we first like really started developing the the concept for the album and like manifesting it and and going into depth like what is each song about and like in what order are we gonna like put them and uh this kind of stuff that was like the first time we met as a as a group since the beginning of the pandemic so like there was this one summer where it, where it like suddenly opened up a little bit more so we felt like okay let's let's all meet up and and like uh feeling this connection as a group i think also really flavored the whole lyrics for the album and and, and the concept really like we we got a taste of what we missed beforehand so that's also a kind of connection that is that has happened yeah, yeah. We, we all brought in our, our feelings and thoughts that we that we processed to this uh, through the time of, of, of lockdown where everyone had to uh, yeah to listen to to himself and and uh, yeah really think about uh, what what you are and, and, and what you how you gonna develop in, in this time where you very yeah uh, with yourself alone. Wow, it's always it's always very 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 deep with you guys. Uh, this uh, <laughs> lyrical content, um, but I, but I love it, it and and it's it 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 shines. Uh, it's 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 also it shines through and with the music. I think, uh, which is wonderful. Um, Sami, you just mentioned the the order uh, of the songs that you discussed, and um, of course, you guys re uh, released some singles and. The first uh, three al uh, three songs of the album were also the first three singles, albeit in a different um, released in a different um, uh, order than they they are gonna be on the album. In the end, um, the opening track is disconnected, as you earlier mentioned already. Um, uh, Phoenix, I think you you, you said it uh, that uh, and. Um, yeah, we 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 were very very happy to um, to premiere that that amazing video for that song on the Prox Space. Um, and um, yeah, there there there's videos for the other two singles as well. But it's they they look cool as well. I mean, it's you guys playing, <laughs> but this 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 uh, one particular video is um, a very um, a very um artistic uh yeah. and uh for saluted genesis of course there was the moloch with which which was an amazing animated video and uh this time around there is uh both some live action and then going into animated territory maybe you can tell us a little bit about the creative process uh behind the video for disconnected mm, yeah um so actually it's a it's a two part video, right? Like disconnected, reconnected. Really, like as being the first song and the last song of the album, 
they really um encircle the whole the whole process right and so i don't know who who's who's seen it so i might have to summarize briefly like the the, the videos about a creature that is like uh remotely human looking but um still strange in its in its regard like very 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 alien in a way and uh, this creature finds itself uh, locked in a in a lost space and uh, is not able to leave which is really a um yeah a, yeah a, a metaphor for being locked in your perceived sense of reality which you cannot usually just leave like that right so what this creature has to go through is to move into its own subconsciousness uh, which is depicted through an animated world like the creature is uh, being drawn into a, 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 a image frame and um, finds itself in, in an animated world full of uh, yeah different kinds of um ugly beings or like dangerous beings, creatures, if you will, and um, other creatures. And um, a giant, so, a giant toad, for example. A giant toad and disconnected. <laughs> exactly. And so that's where the, that's where disconnected ends, right? Like this is where the first video ends and everything that unfolds afterwards, like the whole album that comes afterwards is what happens in this world. Like when you are, willing to step into your subconsciousness and uh, and need these things that await you there. And so what happens in Reconnected, without wanting to spoil anyone, just like uh, putting it briefly, um, after go having gone through this process, the creature is able to, to see that, that, that this is really just itself right like like everything they're being confronted with is just part of themselves and the moment it uh it, it accepts that it can overcome this pressure and this uh this threat and this fear that comes with being confronted with these ugly things and can come back to the to 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 the to the real world to the to the lost space it was before uh, can feel overjoyed it starts to dance and can ultimately leave the place and um yeah threat into into new new uh, opportunities and and um challenges so yeah that's that's really um captured beautifully the whole the whole process of the album uh by by our um filmmaker Tobias Lamas um who really stepped up in, insanely through, throughout the the process, like he did, he did all this by himself. Um, animation, uh, cinematography, uh, editing, calibrating, like it's it's really insane what he what he realized in this like rather short time frame. And so it was a it was a it was a blessing and and a joy to work with him on 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 these videos. Yeah, for sure. If you are enjoying this interview, please head over to theprogspace.com for more reviews, articles, pictures and interviews all about progressive music. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. theprogspace.com Yeah, the, the, when you just explained the, the, the concept, I I had to think about the new Persephone album, <laughs> uh, Metanoia. Ah, <laughs>
<laughs> which also deals with 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 uh, with a kind of similar process going into dark uh, into your dark subconsciousness and uh, emerging stronger and more um wiser or hopefully um as you said uh you're you're better able to to cope with with, with all that's uh, been thrown thrown at you um by the harsh reality um and now that you explained the 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 concept of the video i i had to think of the title of the latest diablo swing orchestra um album swagger and stroll down the rabbit hole and um before we started the recording we of course we had a little chat and uh phoenix you mentioned that that uh through the through all of the prog space awards uh you were able to to um yeah um discover some more um albums from last year that uh, that you weren't aware of that you hadn't heard uh yet and um so far we have uh talked a lot about uh, soul splitter about the 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 musical process and 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 the themes behind the music and um yeah i'm really curious um what your your influences are this time i'm curious uh usually i'm curious about what, what what's uh, the inf some influences from outside the prog world but this time i'm 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 curious what, what uh, yeah what new new albums from from last year or maybe already from this year um like really um connected with you mm, so what i was going at before i will try to keep it short to um uh yeah but but uh, the, the the two albums that that really stood out for me from the from the uh, from the awards were uh, Franklin Zoo which i which i really liked i i really uh, i didn't know them before at all and i loved the album art so um i listened to it and i was really i was really amazed by it and the other one was Dune um which i heard of before like i, I listened to uh, to their last record um i don't even remember how it was called um progenitor um but now the new record uh Etiman anchor was um uh, mind-blowing for me i really really liked it and um yeah the other album that that i not not the only one of course but what i listened to the most last year for sure was uh, vola's new record um which yeah I, just a a masterpiece really like every track is a banger it's insane i i really really liked it wonderful picks um maybe just tying in a little bit uh with the franklin zoo um wonderful absolutely mind-blowing uh discovery for me as, as well um through a promo email and uh, sadly they they announced that they're gonna disband uh, oh. after a couple of last um concerts uh this year maybe you should uh hook up with them and and uh, make something happen <laughs> that would be great yeah uh anyone else who wants to to share some some influences or some great music you can only really double the vola shout out i've listened 
I, it's it's for sure also the album I listened to the most in, in, in the last year. Um, apart from that, an album I just keep returning to, although not new, is uh, the Ginger King of Everything album. It's, I don't know, it just has impacted me on a level. Like, also just, uh, uh, just from a vocal perspective, I mean... Everyone knows the vocal react videos to to Pisces, right? But um, it, it it's with you, right? Like she's just nailing the song and she's nailing the whole album through. And I'm uh, utterly in awe of her uh, capabilities. 60, 60 million views on Pisces <laughs> live session. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, and another 22 million on Spotify, I just saw. Yeah. So it's. Um, um, uh, what did you think of Wallflowers, the, the, new, um, uh, the new Ginger record? I, I must admit that I, I really haven't gotten to, to listen to a lot of new music in, in this past. Um, in these past months to to a year, really, even like like the Vola one, uh, Phoenix made sure I listened. To <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so, so actually, I, I haven't really indulged in it. Um, I, I I have listened to it and I've liked it, but but it it was more like in the background for me right now. Um, I've I've seen them live on the on the Euroblast which uh, was a was a killer performance like uh, just in general uh, listening to live music again after all the time was was really really um amazing and 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 like it, it was i think the first like 2g plus event i went through so so most most of the thing i i listened to really like uh, with with full attention was live and um, that was an amazing set I, I loved every minute of it maybe going the little detour now that you mentioned the uh, also um tatiana's vocal influence on 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 you yeah. or, or like that um yeah it's, you 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 also do both like clean vocals and growls or or more harsh yes. uh, um parts and and they're, they're far and few in between and and I have seen you recommended, like Soul Splitter recommended in circles that I wouldn't normally uh, associate with more lighter prog. And uh, the people who recommend sometimes also do this little disclaimer. Okay, there's going to be some harsh vocals, but um, yeah, be, be sure to, to stick through it. Um, so when, when you, when you, when you um, make music, do you free yourself completely from from outside expectations that might uh seep in through reviews or talking with people um that maybe someone if someone says hey guys if you if you are uh, uh ditch the 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 heavy the 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 growling vocals then you might reach a bigger audience or whatever do you do you, um, consider stuff like this at all, or do you just go with your with your gut feeling and 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 what you think uh, serves the song most or what the song needs in this moment? 
I think at like, like at least we really try to do it right. Like there, yeah. there's probably like, if someone says it, it, it's gonna like stick in the back of one's mind, but, uh, like, like for every person who, who dislikes the harsh vocals, there's gonna be a person who, who loves them or, and probably like, like there, there are always also gonna be people who, who just don't like my voice. Right. That's just the, the, the nature of being a vocalist, right? Like uh, everyone knows the dream theater memes. Personally, I have huge respect for James Labrie and his like, like on a technical side and both both musical side. Um, but um, like you, you just can't cater to everyone. And so, so like, um, yeah, like I will try to do the the job the music requires of course and and sometimes maybe i'm running in the wrong direction and, and someone's someone's mind but i can only work with mine right <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah it's always an attempt right like trying to do what the song what the song calls for and being as free as possible i think that's the that's the guideline we're we're trying to go for, but yeah. And I think we also like to uh, to have a like a big spectrum of uh, of expressions to to use and to to transport uh, things. And there, it's a it's a uh, it's a good tool to have uh, like very different uh, approaches and vocals. And also, I guess um, that's part of the um, album concept. Um, like I said in the beginning, it was um, about um, trusting your own perception, and that also that begins in the writing process, like trusting what's coming out of your mind and your fingers and um, making something out of it. So the rule for this album was everything is allowed. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in in that sense. Um when you first showed me the music um you, you like showed me incineration and said yeah this is going to be one of the instrumental tracks of the album <laughs> and i listened to it and was like are you sure <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the first single by the way and and i think it's fair to say that it that that it really um made a huge impact uh like like the impact of it as far as i could see from from an outside perspective it uh it it worked amazingly and uh completely incinerated any expectations for the yes <laughs> yeah being one of the harsher songs right so um it 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 captured people's attention so why why would we ditch that like I think there's something for everyone if they if they really listen with open with open ears. Um, and so, um, yeah, if you don't like incineration, then you might find solace in disconnected or class bridge, which are much more lyrical. So, yeah, and we're really happy with how it how it impacted on the scene for sure. Like it's, um, yeah, we we didn't expect that ourselves. How how was the the live uh, reception? I mean, you guys were lucky enough to play a couple of live shows last uh, fall, right? Yeah, three. 
<laughs> it was great, like for sure. Yeah, it were it were three really good shows. That's yeah, that's certain. Yeah, the reception was amazing. Yeah, um, it was it was of course great for us to to be able to to play these songs for a live audience. But um, yeah, especially the the, the ready for prog festival that that Living just showed in, in Toulouse in, in southern France. Um, we were like playing in front of a real audience, like it also being a 2G plus uh, event, like there were there were a bunch of people out there and uh, they were all craving music. And so it was it was really, really magical to 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 be out there and perform for these for these guys and girls, of course. And yeah, they um, they were fond of the new tracks, which was, of course, a, a big, big relief also playing them for the first time and um, not being sure what to expect, how the reception is going to be. But yeah, it worked well. Yeah, like writing the music and like working on it uh, was really isolated, right? Also, like we are listening to it, like it, it, it partially it's it's normal, right? Like you, you just listen to it over and over again and eventually you like show it to some friends or something, but um it's never this isolated <laughs> like it, it never was i i i can't wait to see you guys live um, <laughs> um i and uh yeah but things things hopefully are gonna look good for more live shows uh over the the, the coming year we're still at the beginning of the year um I hope there's gonna be lots of opportunities uh, for you guys to present the amazing music uh, from Connection and also maybe some some choice cuts from Saluto Genesis. Um, you guys out there, um, be sure to follow uh, Soul Spitter on the social media platforms to be alerted whenever there's uh, new live um, shows. And, uh, of course, uh, get your copy of Connection. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on the Prog Talks uh, today. It was uh, absolutely lovely. Can't wait to see you again uh, in person. And, of course, as I just said, I can't wait to see you play some music as well. Um, thank you so it. much for having us. Thank you for being on here. Um, that's it for today. As always, uh, a final reminder again for the cup of... Uh, tea or coffee and also give us a like subscribe comment and share uh, we re really appreciate your support and your loyalty until the next time take care and keep spreading that prog love the prog talks produced by the prog space main host rune belsvik reynos Produced by Runebels Vigrenos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munovitz. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. See you in a week. <laughs>